Hello there. This is Jedi General of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you are listening to Jedi Eternal. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew the Luminous Bolin. Wow, thank you, thank I you. I literally thank completely you. forgot to think of the word, and I just saw you so much. your hat and just made me think of High Republic, so. It's because I am a Jedi. Well, anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Here we are, actually, on schedule. Can you believe it? We're actually on schedule to get the podcast out. Uh, so we're feeling good today. We're feeling a little froggy, and my brain is somewhere else, but Andrew is on top of it. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into this. Well, you know. You know, you can't always be perfect. Well, I try. Anyway, so uh, anyway, let's get into it. Uh, so just starting off, before we uh, get into everything that we like to get into, we always want to talk about our Patreon. So uh, we made a post about this the other day, and we just made sure that also our link tree is updated. Um, the I don't even know that the Patreon is even on there, so we've been failing. I didn't even know. So... With that being said, we're going to talk about our Patreon very, very quickly. And our Patreon has one tier, and it is only $5 a month. And with that $5, you actually get a lot of really cool things. First and foremost, if you do love Jedi Eternal and you want to get it as fast as possible, uh, you do get the perk of early release access to anything and everything that we do post. Not just the podcast, but anything that we post. Uh, You will get access to that on Patreon first before anybody else. So if you're wanting to hear a review about a show that's coming out or a book that we're going to do and you just can't wait to get it, become a part of our Patreon and you will get that earlier than everybody else. Also, uh, second thing, and this is a pretty big thing, right? We actually have a second podcast that we do yeah. outside of Jedi Eternal. And it's called And Other Stuff, where we like to talk about anything and everything other than Star Wars. And uh, sometimes Star Wars comes in there a little bit too. Of here course, and there, Because naturally. it's part of our lives, you know? But uh, we did actually just drop a fresh brand new episode for you last week. Actually, and, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So <laughs> whenever that was. <laughs> so, but yeah, still still, uh, still brand new. Still new. So, so yeah, this, it's, we had a good time with it. Uh, the past couple has been more of just like talking about our lives, talking about things that are going on and stuff. Uh, because there hasn't been like a ton of stuff coming out recently for us. But uh, we have a good time, though. We talk about fun stories and different things. Yeah, our things. last one was very much more like freeform conversation. Yeah, 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 It was fun. But we do. So we have stuff about freeform conversation, but we also have episodes that are like pretty much dedicated to certain topics that we talk about, like Lord of the Rings. Sure. Uh, we talk about Assassin's Creed on one of them. We also do a lot of movie reviews. Uh, exactly. With, yeah. You know, when there are big releases coming out. Yeah. So. Like just this past one, we did actually, I just remember now, we did talk did about we? Godzilla minus. Oh, minus yeah, one, we did. so and Aquaman. So uh, uh, we Oof. we I, we trashed Oof. one and we praised another. So I'll yeah. let you figure out which one that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 suspense. Be. We won't tell you which one did we. <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. You but. have to uh, you have to join to figure out which one we trashed and which <laughs> one we praised. <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, it's a good time over there. So again, that's one of the biggest perks of a five dollar month Patreon subscription. Last but not least, you do become one of uh, what we call a Patreon producer, and uh, as you join that uh, tier of $5, you become a producer of ours where we come to you first and foremost if we have any questions regarding either of our podcasts or any of our production. If we have questions on moving forward, uh, if we want to get ideas of what to do, we come to you first as our producers. So if any of that sounds good to you, if all of that sounds good to you, uh, please consider joining our Patreon for only $5 a month. And uh, it helps us out uh, working towards getting different equipment and, and also things that uh, we have different subscriptions we have to pay for every year just to have this podcast, right? Correct. Um, so that helps pay for that. So it's <clears throat> been very awesome to uh, to have this Patreon. So. Yeah, and uh, we want to go ahead and thank our Patreon producers right now. And that would be JB, Josh and Birkinshaw, uh, Tara Bolin, Grace and David Gill, Alex Mason, Corey Wise, Jay Camdar, Jenna, Caleb Luna, and Alex. Let's go. So we have two Alexes now. Whoa, so two Alexes. How special. How special. But seriously, we, we really do thank all of you for joining us. Um, 
and uh, it means the world to us. It helps us tremendously. And, uh, you know, tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your friends. friends and share it around. Tell baby. your friends and your family. Um, yeah. So, like, again, thank, uh, thank everybody who's part of that. But we're going to go ahead and move on and, and stop beating the drum here a little bit. But as we like to do on each of our episodes now is we like to start out with a little bit of fun facts and some trivia for those folks who listen. In. Wahoo! Wahoo! So for this week's fun fact, we draw from Star Wars fascinating facts, story, lore, and history from the greatest galaxy written by Pablo Hidalgo. So this week's fun fact is entitled, Ma- or excuse me, I'm Luke Sky. Star- Whoa! Whoa! What is- Whoa! Cut that you, from the record. Are you having a stroke? I'm- <laughs> James Nod is having a stroke. Oh my gosh! Anyway, <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let, let's start that from yeah. the top. <laughs> it's entitled, "I'm Luke Starkiller. I'm here to rescue you." So it says, in early drafts of the script, George Lucas planned to portray Luke Skywalker as an elderly general, but he decided that making him a teenager gave him more potential for character development. Lucas originally named this character Star- Luke Starkiller, but on the first day of shooting, he changed it to the less violent Luke Skywalker. So, very interesting. Uh, could you imagine, you know, you, you have your character that you're about to play as uh, Mark Hamill. You know, you've been doing your study. You, you got it in your mind. You're Luke Starkiller. And then the first day of shooting, uh, George Lucas is like, yeah, by the way, we're going to change your name. <laughs> so, so very interesting. Very interesting stuff. Uh, you know, kind of an interesting what if, right? You know, like what if he de- decided to stick with that uh, yeah. character type. So, yeah. Anyway, very interesting stuff. So Very interesting now we're going to talk about the trivia question, and that trivia question is: Which planet did the Death Star manage to destroy with its super laser? So I ask once more: Which planet did the Death Star manage to destroy with its super laser? Uh, Tatooine. Um, spoiler alert! No. <laughs> But with that being said, I don't know. I think you were serious. I think you did. But with that being said, though, guys, uh, we will let you guys think about that. Type your answers in the comments. No cheating. No cheating. And we will reveal the answer as we close out this episode. So again, hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, this one little thing we like to add to add a little spice and some fun to the episode. So hope you enjoy that and let us know if you do. But this week, shout out to um to. Corey Wise for uh, trying to answer yes, on our last yes. episode. He got it like super wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> so we know he didn't cheat. Or that was we, a ploy. Like he's like, I'm going to put in a wrong we know, answer. So we know he didn't cheat. So, <laughs> so we thank you for participating. So yes, if you answer wrong, we will dog you live on air. <laughs> no, but in all no, seriousness, no, no, though, no. Corey, we really do. Yeah, appreciate no, we do appreciate you interacting with you. He was and the only one. He was, was the only, only one who did it. So, so, so we're giving you special <laughs> praise today, Corey. Yes, yeah, special. Even praise. though you got it wrong. <laughs> no, but really, we appreciate it. <laughs> but this week in Star Wars, we're going to go over a few news pieces that we have heard over the past week or so and bring it to you. So although we're having a great time already let's go ahead and bring this down let's go ahead and bring it down some solemn news yeah yeah and unfortunately for the 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 first thing is we got to talk about it and that is mr carl weathers unfortunately passed away at age 76 carl weathers you know a little bit of a late bloomer in the star wars world but became a very big figure especially as we saw him in the mandalorian he's done many other things obviously yeah. uh with a very tenured uh, uh tenured work history in the movies right in that in that world but of course yeah. we know him uh, uh in this context within star wars but uh yeah drew what, what are your thoughts on that mm. i was uh, of course very upset about this um Carl Weathers uh, is just kind of one of those like legends, right? Like a fixture in the industry, you know? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and and then when he joined Star Wars, it just kind of even more solidified that um, he's been fantastic in The Mandalorian oh, as yeah. Grief Karga. Um, and, I, and, you know, of course, it's incredibly sad to lose him. Uh, but outside of that, it does make you uh, wonder um, how they'll handle that character moving forward. Yeah, that's a great um, question. Because, you know, he's he's what like the 
leader of I don't remember what the name was. Yeah, I can't remember. now he's like the leader of the of, whole planet. Of that now. whole planet. Yeah, and yeah. I can't remember well, the name of the planet either. Or is it the city or just the city? I can't even remember. Maybe now. the city. Yeah. But anyway, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, he's a pretty important um, figure, especially as we see in, in uh season. Yeah, and well and three. he has he has uh spoilers if 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 you haven't watched season three yet, but like what are you doing? Yeah. Um <laughs> they uh you know, he gives Din and Grogu a space to live there yeah so like so his his absence i think will really be noticed in in the in the upcoming movie or season or whatever you know they whatever else they do with that but yeah um so i don't know if they'll try to recast it or if they'll just say he passed and it's tough because it's like what do you do in that situation to to honor them but also continue the story right right Um, a lot of times that comes down to the family yeah um, yeah of of you know the the deceased if if they want to you know allow his um, voice and stuff to continue to be used or if they want to you know yeah so Mr. Weathers we honor you and we thank you for your yes. contributions to this universe that we love but yes. let us go ahead and move on to our next news piece yeah so our next one is uh, a pretty big one um, I was surprised when I when I read this. But uh, it's Disney is to collaborate with Epic Games, Uh and they will develop new (laughs) titles based on Star Wars. So Disney has that was the chair. I promise that was the chair. I don't even know if they could even have heard that in the mic. (laughs) I think that would have been heard. I think they probably heard that. I swear, the squeaky chair. I promise. (laughs) I've never heard that chair make that noise before. Uh, yeah, well, like I it promise was, it was, it was so shocking to me. I had to stop. Like, I couldn't just keep well, going. I, know. I, I heard that. I'm like, I know that that, I don't know, A, I don't know if that was in the mic, and B, I know immediately Andrew's going to think it. I'm sorry. I just, I had, I was stunned by that. That's yeah, because okay. usually I don't have these armrests down. <laughs> I can't wait to go back and Armrests make and me gassy. If, and see if they can hear that or not. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> moving on. Disney has acquired a 1.5 billion Yo. equity stake in Epic Games that will allow them to work on new video games based on their mountains of intellectual property, including brands such as Star Wars, Avatar, Marvel, Pixar, Disney Animation, and more. The partnership wow. will allow them to continue to invest in further collaborations with the flagship title of Epic Games, the ever-popular Fortnite, establishing a universe of content connected to the blockbuster game wow yeah so 1.5 billion dollar investment into basically into Fortnite is what yeah. it sounds which like. you know Fortnite thus far like coming up to this point has been like a, a battle royale right that's that's been the primary thing that it is but yeah. over the past several years uh, it has grown into a very a community-based thing where where these community uh, members can actually create levels and create game modes and stuff. And if you go to it, it's actually pretty impressive. I have to admit with how, how many offerings there are. Yeah. And again, most of that though, coming from the community. Um, but to see some of these different offerings coming from something as big as Disney, <clears throat> uh, you well, know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this. And we know with, with Fortnite, uh, they had the the battle royale, which has been around for a while now. Mm-hmm. But they just recently added new experiences within Fortnite from Epic Games, true, um, yes, and and publishers that they have um, brought on to their like team. So yeah, you have Harmonix making a uh, a Guitar Hero knockoff game essentially, <laughs> yeah. which um, it. Yeah, I mean, they're, I, I, I just saw they're going to have, like, actual guitars for that yeah, coming out yeah, soon. Yeah, actual so, hardware, um, yeah. Yeah, um, and then you have the rocket racing or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then you got a Lego yeah, Fortnite, yeah. which is kind basically of... Basically Minecraft. Basically Minecraft. But with, it's Lego. <laughs> yeah, so you have all these different experiences within there, and, of course, you already have collaborations with Disney in many ways, lots of Marvel characters, sure. lots of Star Wars characters. Um. But yeah, this seems to be something on a much bigger scale. Yeah. Um, and there's some like artwork that shows like almost it, it gives me like a 
fantasy so, uh, Disney World yeah, type yeah. thing going on here. I was gonna say, so I actually, I, I watched it when it first came out, but I had just rewatched Ready Player One last night. And it's like, this literally looks like the beginnings of the Oasis, which is like this hub world sure. that people go to sure. in the virtual reality. Uh, I yeah. mean, because that's kind of what it looks like, right? It looks like there's going to be some sort of like main entrance, <clears throat> and yeah. then you can kind of turn off into all these different parks, kind of like, well, like you said, like a digital yeah, version it's kinda, of a it's Disney kind of like a Disney World type thing going on. And so, you know, they've been they've been messing around with this idea for a long time of Fortnite becoming a metaverse, right? Yeah. And yeah. and in a sense, it kind of already is, but like that. A place where you can actually, to, though, just walk around and interact with things as a, as right. an avatar. As an avatar. Yeah. Of, and so that's, I think this acquisition is kind of like opening and expanding that door even further. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and honestly, for me, uh, I, I'm actually excited for this because it's going to open the door for more Star Wars content. Yeah. Within, yeah. and, you know, whether you like or hate that, I guess, can depend <laughs> yeah. on... Uh, I know you have some issues with some of the, uh, the Star yeah. Wars characters being included because you can make them do silly dances and, and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's one of the only places that if I want to, I can jump in right now and play as Obi-Wan Kenobi. True. Or yeah. Anakin Skywalker or Luke Skywalker or, yeah. you know, like there's not very many games that I can just do that yeah. right now. And so... Well, That's and, what's kind of the magic of Fortnite. Or, I, you know what? I can jump in and be Superman, one of my other favorite characters. Yeah. Or Captain America. Yeah. Like, all in the same game, I can be any of those characters. No, I mean, it does absolutely provide a very interesting um, opportunity to to kind of apprise all of these different characters who you love, but, like, in your own individual way, rather than actually being mm -hmm. strictly that character. So it is interesting. I, I don't always love it, but I do see the, the, the appeal in it for sure. Um, you know, I, I do have some concerns with this Disney epic merger because sometimes I'm kind of like, man, it almost feels like a monopoly. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's the only concern. I, back when I, we sure. were growing up, there was all of these publishers, all of these studios, all making games, and, you know... I think this presents a very interesting opportunity uh, to have such a big, well, uh, no pun intended, epic, uh, uh, you know, world in which you can interact with and do cool things. And uh, yeah, I just think I think it's very interesting. But to me, that 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 part of me is like, ah, oh, man, it just almost feels like kind of a monopoly, though. On on the, so what that I will world. say, I I totally understand that. What I will say is like, you know, this isn't an exclusive deal, at least from what we have seen. Mm -hmm. So that being said, as far as we know, this isn't the other developers, publishers can use the Marvel name. Yeah, as far gotcha, as gotcha. It, it, it's not like this is like, OK, now only Epic has exclusive access. Sure, to, yeah. Which yeah. sometimes, you know, deals like that are made. But this doesn't appear to be that because as we know, there's like a there's like a Black Panther game being worked on and a. Uh, Wolverine Wolverine game and of course there's Spider-Man games and mm -hmm. so we yeah. know there can be other Marvel content um, going on at the same time um, but I, I think for me the thing that could be the most interesting here is if they took the you know the the Fortnite um, gameplay but kind of started adding in more like actual story content Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Set within these worlds. <clears throat> well, I, so I was watching another inter. Er, I can't remember. It was some video. I don't know. If, I can't remember if it was an interview or not. But uh, but it, it was one of those things where they just kind of they don't we don't have a, a the full understanding of what this will actually be. But there are this one guy I was talking about. He's like you know to his understanding this will be whole multitude of different things but there's going to be games that obviously you can interact with but there's going to be these plazas that you can walk around and interact with things in the world right. you can actually access disney plus content within this and so that makes sense and yeah. uh and bob Iger himself or no uh i can't remember who it was but someone like the big disney dude uh actually himself said that you know he, you can do some of these things and he's like you know you can buy things digitally and he said in the future it would be interesting to even incorporate how to buy things uh, in the game, but in real life, um, which <laughs> I'm like, dude, I just watched Ready Player One. Yeah. You can use those points in the game to buy the X1 suit. It just yeah, reminded yeah, me yeah. of that. So. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's in the end, of course, it's all about 
please spend your money. And oh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think we'll see an influx of, uh, of skins that you can purchase and, and, you know, back blings and pickaxes sure. and yeah. guitars now and cars and, you know, they got all kinds of different ways they can uh, yeah. make, get you yeah. to spend, spend your money. And like, if you um, have like a Disney <clears throat> plus subscription, like every month you can get like one or two skins. Sure, sure. I don't know what. And, and then on, you know, on top of that, yeah, like they can build these experiences that you could walk around in. And, but for me though, I think for me, the, the thing I would want the most out of this is some story content. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. let's, you know, have some episodic, um, like story missions set in the Star Wars universe. I mean, why mm. not? They it, sure they literally could. They have the gameplay. They have lightsaber. Oh yeah, yeah. like you already yeah. can. You know, use force powers and use a lightsaber. Yeah. So just set it in a in a Star Wars world and and add some like cinematics. And yeah. There you go. Well, think about so they they when they was using Unreal Engine five that kind of first switch over. Uh, Epic had made some like experiences, like one of them being like this, right. like where you can interact with this dragon in this mm-hmm. cave and stuff. Yeah. And I could easily see them making something like that on a much larger, more sure. fleshed out scale. Yeah. Where, like you said, I mean, you're it's it's a kind of like a story where you can just go through and mm-hmm. uh, you play as this character and you're kind of going on this linear path and it's seeing these really cool things. Yeah. And here's the thing, and this is I think this is a very unique new opportunity to tell sto- canon stories because. Sure. You know, we have all of these mediums in which we we get canon stories, right? Of course, we mm-hmm. have movies. Of course, we have TV shows. Uh, but then we have also have books. Then we have also have comics and graphic novels. Right. And so this is seems just kind of like a, a logical step in the way here, where it's it's not quite a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite necessarily a game, but it's somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can use that kind of narrative style of like a book or a comic, but bring it to life where you control the character. And I, I mean, yeah. I think that would be a very unique uh, way that like once a month they publish a new canon story that you get to experience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That can yeah. be interesting. So there's, there's a lot of cool ideas on where it could go. Um, I think, you know, this just happening, it'll probably be a while before we sure. see the, the true outcome of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like skins and stuff could happen a lot sooner. Oh yeah. But like, these interactive worlds or whatever we may get, you know, I don't, I don't expect to necessarily see that anytime soon. Cause that stuff takes a while. Oh yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, listen, it, Fortnite's, Fortnite's around to stay, you know, oh, like yeah. Fortnite's yeah. not going anywhere. It's only getting bigger in a sense. And, yeah. and it's finding ways to g- grab a hold of people that had no interest in it. Sure. Um, yeah. because they're adding so many, di- a variety of things that you can do. So yeah. if if this thing doesn't catch your interest, maybe this will, you know, and like, and so on. So. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, like, I like in the past month, I've played some Fortnite because they introduced yeah, that. Yeah, you become a Fortniter. Well, I don't know what to say that, but well, they introduced that, um, oh, uh, you the are, Lego Fortnite. You're a Fortniter now. Out. <laughs> Okay, um, so they introduced, introduced that Fort Lego Fortnite. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Minecraft, which I love Minecraft. You know, I like yeah. Legos too. Growing up and stuff, and I'm like, right. yeah, I'll try it out. And so I played it, and I actually had a lot of fun with it. Um, I kind of, you know, like usual, some of those like oh, really open ended games. I kind of stall out. I'm like, sure. yeah, okay. I kind of like got really far into the game, and I'm like, what do I do now? Right. But because I was already in Fortnite, I'm like, well, you know, they have that battle royale, and I played it when it very first came out. But when they started doing the building, I'm like, I'm not, you know, yeah. but they released no build. Zero build. So yeah. zero build. Yeah. And so I tried that. And I'm like, you know what? It's kind of fun. You know, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. We played some so together. We played, we played a few games together. So um, anyway, all that being said, yeah, I, I have to give Epic kudos on on being able to adapt to the market. You know what I'm saying? And being able to, to bring in new, fresh ideas that is keeping the franchise alive. I mean, think about this, though. Seriously, think about this. What other game in history has ever been like, hey, we're releasing this game and it's going to be valid for the next, you know, 10 years. We got games like Destiny, like D1 that wanted to do that and did it do it? Absolutely not. Now we have a D2 and now people don't really play D2 anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so the fact that Epic has, has kept Fortnite alive this long has been very impressive. And now we're getting off on a sideshow of Fortnite. So... 
let's, let's rein it back in. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, it is impressive. So this yeah. this Disney thing is absolutely the next big huge step in this. So to see where that goes, uh, time will time will only tell. So sure. And and the the last thing I just want to throw out there about this is it, it happened because Bob Bob uh, Bob Iger said that he was looking at like statistics and stuff, and he said that that um generation uh generation uh z or whatever gen z yeah gen z they are they are spending just as much time if not more time on video games than they are mm. on movies and social TV media stuff like that and all too, that stuff yeah. so he was like it only makes sense that if we're spending all this money on all these other might all these well other things, we might these, as well yeah. also commit and jump into video games. No, yeah, I agree with and that. So, yeah. And so that was kind of the reason why I did it. So. It makes sense. So yeah. I think it'll be, we'll definitely keep an eye on this and uh, report on, you know, the Star Wars content that may come from this in the future. So. Yeah, absolutely. So staying on that same track of Mr. Bobby Iger, um, Mr. Iger confirms that uh, we're going to be getting a 2026 release of the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. Uh, so we talked about this a couple episodes ago when we was this was relatively new, and we were really kind of contemplating when is this supposed to come? You know what I'm saying? Is this going to be right. the place of a season four or whatever? But yeah, now we're looking at a 2026 release. Yeah, so we know we know there is a um we know there is on the calendar they have. Uh, May twenty second, twenty twenty six for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now they're saying that the Mandalorian Grogu is coming out in twenty twenty six. So that pretty much tells you it's in that slot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think I can't remember when the next one is slotted. Do you remember? I don't even remember. I have no clue. I'd have to find that the, that listing. Actually, I might be able to find it. Um, are we still? I think maybe something happened to our audio. Testing, testing. <laughs> I mean, you're still showing up on the recording, so. <laughs> I, don't know. Uh, I guess you'd know better than I would. Sorry about that. Sorry I had to tap. I'm just making sure it's actually coming through my mic. I think it is. That was weird. Something weird happened there, but. I think we're okay. Guys, we're so professional. Hey, I mean, I haven't had any kind of weird mess ups in a while. So, you know, like. And then they'll podcast. Uh, <laughs> is this working? <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, so, anyways, uh, th- so, you know, the question, the big question was will it be this one or will it be the Ray movie that comes first? Yeah. Whenever this yeah. was announced. Yeah. That was kind of the big question. It's looking like this is going to be the first one that we get now. Um, and and it's still, you know, a good ways away. Yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate. I, I know some people were kind of hoping that maybe there was a chance that this was going to come in 2025. Yeah. Um, but that does not appear to be the case now, as Bob Iger confirms uh, in their Q1 earning call that it is releasing in 2026. Mm-hmm. So it's um, still a long wait for a Star Wars movie. But I think we will all be extremely ready for it uh, yeah, when it, yeah, when it I comes. Agree. I think I we're all going to be super excited. So, well, when we talked about and, this in the past. It's like, although we can love something a lot, like I was going to, I was going to go specific with the show, but even just like Star Wars in general, right? I feel like we got so much Star Wars in the past couple of years that we can almost get Star Wars, Star Wars out because there's just so much stuff. And I think having that break is, is, is really healthy for us to kind of recharge and, and stuff like that. And so getting more specific, I think that was the way it was with Mando. Like season one was just like groundbreaking. It was amazing. Uh, it was new. Season two blew our socks off. But then all of a sudden season three was just kind of like they got lost in the sauce a little bit. Started bringing in like random celebrities and they just started doing some weird stuff. And so it's like people kind of like, I don't know about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, yeah, having like a, a three year gap where we're just not getting anything Mando potentially. Um, and, and then the next up is actually the big movie. I think that it makes sense. Yeah, it could be exciting. And well, and also, you know, we haven't had a Star Wars movie since 2019. So sure. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, just the fact that we're getting another theater experience is going to be a, pretty cool. Is going to be yeah. a big thing for all of us. Yeah, for all of us Star Wars fans. So, uh, definitely looking forward to that. But let's go ahead and move on to our next story. And our our next story is that Ubisoft, 
commits to Star Wars Outlaws in 2024. Mm-hmm. So Ubisoft had their uh, their financials for the third qu- quarter of its current fiscal year, and it outlined what it can expect from this year and the early part of 2025. And they committed to launching Star Wars Outlaws in 2024, <laughs> which means it that would mean it would come out before the end of December. Yeah. Um, so they had already said that they were expecting Star Wars Outlaws to be in 2024. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of showing the confidence behind that. Because, you know, a lot of times they yeah. can release a... They can they can release a date, but then push it back, you know, and that happens, <laughs> that happens a, a lot, lot right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I was kind of in a state of expecting this to probably get pushed. Yeah, I did too. Um, and I think it's still possible, but the fact that they're in their financials, they are they're com- they're saying they're committed to launching this in 2024, means it's kind of more feels more official and possible sure. that we're truly getting this this year. Now, I will say we've yet to see a whole lot of it. Yeah. And so I don't know if I should be concerned or if I should, or if they like, they really have that much that just haven't shown us yet. I don't know. Yeah. I think as we head into um, the summer, we'll see more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I expect this to be a fall release. I can see that, but I think they need, really need to start their marketing campaign like as soon as possible. Definitely. Um, because if this is going to be a big, big, big game, which I, I know that they're wanting it to be, which we're all kind of hoping it to be, right? Oh, sure. Um, yeah. But you can't just write on the fact that it's Star Wars. As we can mm-hmm. see, big name companies, big name uh, titles can really fall by the wayside if there's not really a good marketing campaign and people don't know about it because you can be a star wars fan but if you don't really know what's happening and you're not super in the scene and mm-hmm. it just kind of comes out and uh, you know no one really knows you know what i'm saying it can yeah. easily fall by the way or if it's just not very good or if it's not very good that's <laughs> uh, another thing you know, too. yeah it's like you i don't know, want to consider that <laughs> it's not um you know there most of us gamers these days aren't like fooled by by like they used to try to just oh it's this it's Hey, you know, it's this large IP come out, come and buy it no matter what. And, but it's like, you know, a lot of us know we can find reviews and we can find information right before we make that purchase. And yeah. so, you know, a big named title doesn't automatically sell like crazy. You right. can just um, because it's a big just name, because it's mean, a big name. Yeah. Uh, a perfect example of that is just this past uh, week was, um, uh, a release of a new DC game, the Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice oh, League. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. you know, has uh, the Justice League in it, which, of course, is a large IP, right? And sure. Like, um, but, you know, it's not doing so hot. And why is that? Because the reviews were bad. Um, and, and really, so, though, they did not have a great marketing campaign on that either, though. Like, it, no, it was out there, but it wasn't really, like, pushed. It wasn't, like, constantly, like, hey, get ready for this, guys. Yeah, da, yeah, da, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, and so, you know, they've, they've got to make sure that they, they really market this correctly and make sure people understand what it is and make sure that it is a um, – and make sure it's good because I want this I want this to succeed. I want sure. – I want – at the end of the year, I would love for us to be talking about the potential of this being game of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. Now, um, in our gaming league, I don't have it, so part of me doesn't want to succeed <laughs> just because of that. But every other part of me of being a gamer and have? a star, uh, that would be Mickey. Uh, Mickey. What a smart uh, lad. What a smart young lad. Yeah, well, we, honestly, have a, we have a gaming fantasy league, so well, it's like football, but it's for video games instead. <laughs> such losers. Um, <laughs> and so you pick titles, you know, yeah. and, and based yeah. on their review scores... And so it's a lot of fun. We have fun with it. Yeah. But, um, Andrew yeah, more than uh, most. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he cheats because he's a proprietor. So anyway. Uh, I, um, I have one every single year. Because um, he does cheat, though. But so, I have um, He does. But anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and that's the thing. I had the chance of picking this game. And I'll be honest with you. I was so confident that it was going to be pushed at 2025. I didn't sure. pick it. Um, uh, I didn't pick it either. Um, and it, because. Well, one, not sure if it'll come out this year. Yeah. Second. We still haven't seen enough of it. Exactly. I don't. I don't. Exactly. I'm not confident that this game is going to be, uh, you know, an am- amazing hit until I see right. more of it. Right. We've yeah. only seen one gameplay trailer. Yeah. We That's need it. some more trailers. We need some gameplay. Uh, and even a bad drop, game can have you know? a a good looking gameplay oh, trailer. Come on. Yeah. They so. can sit there and like 
mess with that for for an hour, or a couple hours a day for a year. Right. So anyway, uh, we'll see. We'll see if that truly does happen. We're excited for that to be the case, and uh, fingers crossed. So. Moving on, this is actually a pretty big one here, and uh, before we get into this, we do just want to state that we're not really picking sides here, who's right, who's wrong, but this is a big thing that's happening within the realm of uh, Disney and Star Wars, so we do want to at least talk about it because, uh, you know, people have a right to know information, right? So and That's what we do around here. That's, that's right. We provide the information, you guys provide the opinions, right? That's not true. We always have opinions, but we don't always say it. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, Gina Carano, Gina Carano, some of you may remember her, and uh, she comes from season one of Mando, and uh, so... And season two. Oh, was she in season two? Mm-hmm. Oh. She was in both. Well, so shows me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, so plays, uh, what, Cara Dune? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, as you guys may remember, she was... Uh, Unfortunately, fired from from her position, um, from uh, you know her role with Disney uh, for different reasons. But come to find out here just recently, Gina Carano is now suing Disney with the help of none other than Elon Musk of all people. So, um, well, and yeah. I guess you could even say on a broader scale with the help of X. Um, yeah, this is a uh, kind of a wild, uh, story here. Um, of course, Gina believes that, you know, she was kind of unfairly separated from her position, uh, uh, due to, I think maybe some of her political standings and, uh, therefore she's been wanting to sue, but, you know, going up against Disney is a kind of a lofty endeavor, especially in the monetary sense. And, uh, yeah. So Elon Musk, uh, with X.com says that he will, back her financially if that is what she wants to do and she is committed to doing so so yeah yeah and some of the the remedies that she's seeking includes being rehired to play uh cara dune with no loss of pay or benefits in addition to two forms of comp uh cop uh compensation damages back pay she missed out on as a result of her firing to the date of reinstatement and compensation for future employment, including her promised role in Rangers of the New Republic, which uh, um, someone needs to tell her that they got rid of that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's off the books. So, hey, Kara, if you, or, I mean, uh, Gina, if you were listening to our podcast, you would know. That. You would know that they already decided not to do that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, yeah, I mean, obviously, so, I do think a big part of that was the fact that the, one of their headliners was sure. no longer with them anymore. But yeah, sure. still off the books. So... Um, yeah, there's a lot here. Um, it's, you know, it, it, she's getting funded by Elon Musk because Elon Musk went on a, like a campaign saying that he would, uh, fund anyone who, um, how did he put it? Let's see here. Well, and before you give that, I do want to say some of this context was because actually Disney pulled all of their advertising from Mm, X.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that kind of started the rivalry between Elon and Disney. So now kind of having these people who are feel like they're unjustly separated, he's going to support them. He said he would fund any legal action for X slash Twitter users who faced workplace discrimination because of their activity on the social media platform. Yeah. And so the reason Gina Carano was fired from Disney was because of comments she made on Twitter. Yeah. So that's how she has got her funding from Elon Musk. Now, here's what I'll say about it from my, my view. I think that Gina, I think that her being fired from Disney because of the comments she made is, in my opinion, kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, unless someone's threatening to, like, go, you know, like, shoot up a place or, like, you know what I mean, <laughs> right. like, threatening violence, violence or, or, or yes. you know, something of that nature. Yeah. If it's, unless, if it's not that, then I, I think we have free speech and yeah. you know, you can yeah. say what you want. Now I'll, I will um, say a lot of the arguments against that were the fact that, well, yes, but you are willingly being employed by an entity who is saying that you can't say certain things. So, right. but I would come back to that <clears throat> and say, well, at the end of the day, it's still free speech. Again, as long as there's no harm or threat of violence and yeah. she is not saying that it's in conjunction or connection with that entity, mm-hmm. then 
how can you say that? Because that's a slippery slope right there where any employer then can say, well, we can separate you based off of what you say in your own private time, mm -hmm. which I do think, unfortunately, that is a slope yeah. that's already been slipped, you know, yeah. um, and, and, and companies do that a lot. Uh, I, I know the there's two guys that I, uh, I've seen online. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but they had made some YouTube videos years ago and they was working for a marketing firm. And, uh, and, and they're in their, in their videos, they didn't even make a political stance. They had said, uh, like some curse words and their HR department, uh, said that they're going to fire them because they found these videos, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's, it is a slippery slope. It's dangerous. What, regardless it's a, regardless yeah. of what you believe about the position, right? Right. Right. And so, you know, she, she claimed that, uh, she was consistently twisted to demonize and dehumanize her as an, um, alt right wing extremist. And it was a bullying smear campaign aimed at silencing, destroying, and making an example out of me. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I I think from from Disney's side, you know, it is it is a slippery slope there. And um, you know, no matter how I feel about that, I will say, you know, at the same time as I think there is free speech, I'm also like, you know, come on, like. You're in Star Wars. You have you have this this platform to say whatever you want, and a lot of people are going to see it. Maybe don't say dumb stuff. Right. No. And 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 she was kind of going off on some some rants, and it's like maybe just don't do that if you're going to be in such a big um, role, and if you want to, yeah. and you know that the what who you're employed for doesn't really like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, she kind of put herself in that now, and you know, and that's her right. She can totally yeah. do that. But I, I see both sides, I guess. Yeah. I see, and we're I see we're not trying to pick a side. We're just trying to provide both sides. Right. Because here's the thing. If you, you know, going off of what you just said, she did have a few rants, but there's many people who believe that what she said was not nearly as egregious as what people were saying she was saying. Um, and I think that was True. part of why she felt so dissed is like, yeah, if you said some horrible uh, things about supporting Nazis or something, yeah, that would be one thing. But, you know, what she said she didn't feel was that bad. But people were saying that, you know, that all these 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 things. Right. Uh, uh, and I'm not going to go into that. Right. But my point is, is that many people, of course, her being the primary person, didn't feel like what she said did uh, didn't feel like it fit with the egregious nature that they were claiming. Sure. So again, yes, we're looking at both sides here. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're not necessarily saying who's right, who's wrong, but, uh, we are saying that this is, uh, what is happening right now. And it is a pretty, pretty big thing that, uh, that, you know, may or may not change some things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we talked about it when it first happened. Um, but I will say again, you know, I'd be happy to see her back. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I think excluding the person, the character was yeah, was yeah, interesting, the character was, right? was interesting. Um, you know, I I had even said if they don't bring her back, they might as well recast her. Yeah, um, yeah. So that they still have that character. Um, they hadn't done that yet, but um, you know, either way, I think that Cara Dune should totally still be in the universe yeah. in some way. I don't think that even if they don't like her as an actress. I don't see any reason why we can't continue to have this character, the character the in least. the universe, even yeah. if it's recasted. Um, yeah. I don't think that <laughs> that Gina Carano is such a stain on this universe that they can't even <laughs> can't have the character, character whatsoever, yeah. in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so let's go ahead and, and move on to our last story for today. And that is that The Bad Batch Season 3 dropped its first trailer. Mm -hmm. Now, this did uh, drop... A little bit ago but we still wanted to talk about it because it did happen since our last episode um and so most of you who care have probably already watched this um but when it was when they showed the trailer it did give us the official date uh release date which is february 21st um and this will actually be a triple premiere as they're going yes. to be airing their first three episodes at the very beginning so that's kind of an interesting choice yeah yeah also cool i like that um it's 15 the the new season's 15 episodes long it is the last cool, cool. season yeah um so um i think that uh it's probably the reason there's three in a row, it's probably like a whole arc, I would assume, probably. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, kind of like how Clone Wars would have like sometimes two or three episode arcs. Yeah, I would yeah, assume yeah. that's kind of what they're doing here with that, yeah. and why they're airing all three at the same time. Because uh, I believe there's a couple other. It, it showed the release dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple other ones that uh, that air two episodes in one week. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So you know, we we've said it many many times. We're not huge fans of the Bad Batch. Um, yeah, we watch it. And, you know, we even review them. We've done that and we'll probably do it um, this time, too. But it's never been um, we've never been like super invested in it or anything. But uh, we will um, be talking about it. And there is some big things in this in this that that we're going to go. So we're going to kind of just go over some of the things that really um, stood out. Um, One of the the, the things that stood out to me most about this trailer is... uh, actually something that we see towards the end of the trailer. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's anything in specific you want to talk about with the trailer. Well, there's well, there's basically one so right there, stop right there. So so one thing that's pretty interesting just in terms of character development. Uh, first of all, this this season does seem to have a more uh serious tone to it, which I Yeah. Which want, if I rem- good, if you know? I remember right, season 2 they kind of tricked us into that, <laughs> that too, feeling I think. too. And then there's like an episode and, about like racing and bad bad racer dudes yeah i no trust me i want i i want it to be a more serious tone and and really just get into this season but yeah i I have i don't have much hope for that yeah with the hope or with the um what am i trying to say with the uh gosh can't think i'm trying to say with oh what just with it being the finale you would imagine Mm. that it would it would kind of like really take a more story heavy approach and try to finish the arc up for all of these characters but well we'll see but but in that as we see in some of parts of the episode there is already some cool interesting character development that we're able to observe such as crosshair you know he's kind of in line with uh all the other imperial dudes um and uh and you can tell he's just like kind of depressed right like he realizes now and I can't really say this to the full fact, but to some degree, it looks like he's like realizing he's made a mistake. Like he's realizing that 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 his decisions of loyalty has led him down a path uh, to a side that he no longer feels like supports him and what he believes. Right. And so he's seen what his brothers in arms has had to go through and stuff. So that's already kind of interesting. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see how they fully <clears throat> flesh out Crosshair's her development there. But of course there's a For much sure, yeah. bigger thing at the end that we're all very interested in. Yeah, and we do see um you know the Dr. Hemlock guy um at this uh this uh, Mount Tantus which they're doing a lot of like research and stuff and it does it continues to seem like they're hinting at uh cloning um you know some special cloning stuff going on where i think it there's a good chance this might all kind of connect into Mm -hmm. the mandalorian slash the sequel trilogy yeah i still think they're trying to kind of make some connections there with that stuff um and one of the reasons i i think that is we do see um, we do see Emperor Palpatine at one point. Yeah. And he says, he says, there's nothing of greater importance to secure the future of this empire. Whatever is needed to accomplish this goal, you will have it. So, yeah. um, you know, what, what is, what is there that would be of greater importance to secure the future? Yeah. Not right? much, right? Uh, Other than probably him getting than, cloned than and having, continuing his Having the ability to continue, yeah, going yeah. on if, no matter what. So, I think there is, it definitely seems to be hinting at that, um, which I think could be really cool if they continue to um, truly kind flesh of, that out. To flesh that some, out, yeah, and give us some information. Story, yeah. yeah. So it, that, that could be really cool. Um, so I'm excited to see some of that stuff. We do see uh, um, Fennec Shand is back mm-hmm. in this. Um, we And also we see uh, Cad Bane. Yeah, that was cool. Which, you That's know, cool. always cool to see Cad Bane. So I'm excited about that. Um, we see, uh, what else do we see? Chopper. We see, oh, we, we do see Omega's got like a new look, uh, got a new she's haircut that, and stuff She's got going that on. beware, oh, manager, oh, manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Haircut. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I think it's probably just the next big thing is what we got here. Yeah. So the, the, the biggest thing of all, and the one that I really want to talk about here is that we see Asajj. Ventress. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. So there's a lot of reasons why this is 
yeah. kind of a big thing. Yeah. Number one, um, Saj Ventress, a very popular character from the Clone Wars. Yeah. She was a, a Sith apprentice to um, Count Dooku. Yeah. Um, fun fact for you, the scar on Anakin's face is from her. Um, so she basically throughout the Clone Wars and her story ended in Star Wars Dark Disciple, which is a book, uh, a fantastic book, by the way, you should read it, especially now because of this, you should definitely go read it. Um, but basically we see her turn from this super just angsty, angry Sith Mm -hmm. to actually, um, like a free agent, free like gray Jedi. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely those like gray Jedi vibes. I would not, yeah. I would not necessarily say she is like a light side <laughs> like Jedi. I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't call her a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in all reality, but but she is a better person than she was, right? Yeah. So and that's and, all we can do. Yeah, that's and then we- in the end, uh, well. Well, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm going to spoil it. So spoilers no! for spoilers for Dark Disciple. If you don't want to be spoiled, then you're going to want to skip ahead. But um, uh, Count Dooku kills her in, Ooh, in Dark wow. Disciple. So, um, so here's where things get really interesting with this. This story. Yeah, it's after Dooku's dead, right? After her death in Dark Disciple. Yeah. So I mean, either so, either there's some crazy thing going on, or they're saying Dark Disciple is no longer canon. Well, so the um, the writers had this to say about it. The the well, the supervising director and executive producer. This is what he said. He said, "We don't want to spoil anything, but want fans to know that any new storytelling with Ventress will align with the events of Star Wars: oh, Dark Disciples." Okay. Well, and here's the thing too. I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but one element could be it's kind of like a flashback where they're doing something or whatever and they come across Ventress. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, so I had a couple of thoughts. One um, is that it, it could be a flashback. So we're seeing they found a way to bring her in, but it's but it's prior to the uh, to, to the events of Dark Disciple, right? Um, yeah. So that that is a big there's a probably a really big chance that's actually the case, mm-hmm. right? That because that's just what makes the most sense. Yeah, but there is also an, another couple of things. One, they could. I mean, you know, Star Wars has done it before. Just because someone looked really dead doesn't necessarily mean they have to be, and they yeah. could just you know come that's up true. with oh well she actually she was still like barely holding on and they you know whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah or now this is where it gets really crazy but. You know, maybe, maybe it's a clone. Well, and that's been a huge theme of Bad Batch, right? right. Is that right. that the cloning technologies in production? Well, I mean, obviously, cloning has already been a thing, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying. But but the 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 cloning of Force sensitivity and things of nature has been a big theme of going into the sequels. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely definitely a possibility. Now, yeah, I mean, how I that think, would work out and why that would right, be a and question. that's where I think it's very very. Uh, minimal chance of that being the case yeah i'm just throwing out there but, but, I, cool. but I don't cool. i don't think that's it again i think most likely it's a flashback yeah why they need her in a flashback you know what what's the reason story purpose of all of that i don't know yeah but i think that's what would make the most sense however if they found a way to have her back i actually would be excited about that because mm-hmm. i think it would be cool to um, continue that character past her yeah. death in in because uh, when she dies, it's technically before Revenge of the Sith. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, there's a lot of interesting opportunities. A lot of interesting there. opportunities uh, there. To see where that goes. To see, yeah, and so very excited. That's actually the the thing I'm excited to see about this series. Oh so yeah, far. easily. And 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 also, you know, if it does start to connect to um, some of the other series and movies and stuff. Um, so yeah, I, this last season will probably be the most I'm intrigued by. Yeah. By um, the Bad Batch, just because it's going to be wrapping up. So it's like there won't they kind of have to, you know, show us the goods, right? Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> So <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> so that, like we gotta we gotta kind of you know really in this in a big way, 
hopefully yeah. and not kind of fall flat. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll be pretty excited and get, and actually Braxton, our next, our next episode that we do will be our review of the, the, the three first episodes. Yeah. So, uh, February 22nd would, nice. would be our next Jedi eternal episode. Yeah. As, as you guys know, we've been doing, um, are we, try, <laughs> we, try, we, try, we try to do them every other week. Um, unless there's like a show we really want to review episodes for, we, I don't, well, we'll have to have that discussion when it comes yeah. out and see if yeah. we're interested enough to like review. Yeah. And well, weekly. once we watch the first three episodes, and, we'll kind of and I don't know, idea. we might want to do that. We may not. We may do like two reviews at a time on them yeah. uh, every other week. We'll see. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you'll definitely want to stick around for that. But that is the end of our news. So I think we're pretty much wrapping up here. But before we do, I know Braxton does have an answer for us. Well, to before a, we oh, even do oh, that, oh, oh, oh. we have community what? discussion. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot about community discussion. Yeah, I know. Whoa. I know. It's because last... Last, last couple time, times we haven't done it. Yeah. Because it, it's like the first episode yeah. back and there's not a lot of content. Yeah, yeah. No, so like, I'm excited. But Give me, tell, yeah, me, tell me, tell me what we got this. here. What we got. So, our <laughs> so we're going to go into our community discussion portion before we end out today. And that is, if you're not familiar with that, is where we ask all of you a question. And then we add, discuss all of the answers live on air. So this week's community discussion question is... After hearing the tentative lineup of Star Wars projects in 2024 from our last episode, what are you looking forward to most? Also, is there anything that you hope gets announced throughout the year? So, first of all, Corey Allen Wise comes in and says that he is very excited about the Mando movie and he hopes it or he thinks it should be pretty good. So he's looking forward to that. Unfortunately, <laughs> Corey, you know, we now realize that it is going to be two years from now, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I know that was kind of like on the chopping block of what was actually going to end up coming. So anyway, there's a lot of good things coming on that. So hopefully it turns out pretty good. We'll see. So Noah Aguilar comes in and, and Noah, it is good to hear from you, man. We haven't heard from you for a while. So hopefully you are doing well. But Noah Aguilar comes in and says, uh, hoping to hear when Andor will be released. I'm hoping end of the year, but we'll wait for 2025. Or excuse me, wait for 2025. I trust Tony Gilroy and Diego Luna. And uh, yeah, I mean, that is something that is kind of surprising that we haven't heard more about. Um, like I said, as we go through the year, I wouldn't be surprised if we do hear some sort of announcement for like probably 2025 if I had to guess. Um, but yeah, well, I guess yeah. time will only tell yeah. on that one. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Noah. Um, he, he was, uh, the first person that we realized were, lis were listening to us when we started. Yeah. This. That was not, friends that and family. was not like friends <laughs> and family. We're like, Whoa, yeah. wait, this is like Whoa, an actual, an actual person random that, person we that, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so yeah. shout out. It's good to, good to see you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, we hope you're doing well. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, then, hey, another great listener is Josh in Bergenstall, JB. Oh, and man, JB. Last but not from least. From the good old UK. From the UK. UK, <laughs> JB. <laughs> we love you, JB. <laughs> it's like the Beatles. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to go there. Uh, JB, I'm not going to butcher your accent, um, which, I mean, anyway. So <laughs> You have a beautiful accent, though. I'm sure JB has a beautiful no, accent. No, we know he does. We've oh, yeah, no, he was him. on the yeah, live stream. Yeah, he was on mind, our live yeah. stream. We, by the way, we need to do another live stream yeah. sometime. I know you guys yeah. like those, and we haven't done one in a while. So, Yeah, I want to hear <sighs> JB's beautiful voice again. <laughs> also, yeah, I also want to hear JB's beautiful... Um, Talk sultry to me in uh, your English accent. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so our last answer for today comes from Mr. JB, and he says, looking forward to the Acolyte and Andor, an unpopular opinion, but also looking forward to the Bad Batch. Ha ha. And on a side note, been rewatching The Sopranos and seen a couple of a uh, couple of episodes with the one and only John Favreau in it. Uh, is there anything this God amongst men has not been in? Looking forward <laughs> to the next episode, guys. So a lot to unpack there. But first yeah. of all, JB, thank you for the comment. We appreciate your 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 loving kindness towards us. Yes. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh, Acolyte and Andor. You know what I'm saying? I'm you know for Andor, I wasn't the personally the hugest fan of this first season just for my own personal reasons i thought the show itself was technically really good but for my own personal reasons but i am actually looking forward a lot to the second season much more so um and I'm, again we've talked about that in the past so i'm not going to dive into it but yeah acolyte is another one i'm very uh, much looking forward to 
but I have, I've never seen the Sopranos and that is one show. Ironically, it's funny that you bring that up. I was actually just recently, uh, wanting to start watching, but yes, John Favreau is in a ton of stuff. Like yeah, he's, he's, he's all over the place. So <clears throat> yeah. Imagine um, being in star Wars and the MCU yeah. both like that's <laughs> yeah. that, just, that alone is, is a uh, quite the feat, yeah. you know? So very impressive, but, uh, yeah, hey, last but not least though, I just want to say guys, thank you so much for, uh, answering these questions. Like I said, yeah. I know it's been a big hiatus since we've really had this community discussion so it's good yeah, to hear so, from you guys so what is your answer to that honestly i i would have to say probably um the acolyte really is yeah. probably my my, my biggest one well. yeah there's that, just so much potential yeah. to that there's so much potential um i do have my fears about that in terms of the director and things but but in terms of the actual premise of what it is yeah. there's a lot of really cool things that could be in that so yeah i I want it to be good so bad, and I want to know when it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, because, like, that's the thing is, like, we know there are things coming. We know there's Andor. We know there is uh, uh, Skeleton Crew. There's, yeah. there's um, The Acolyte, and there is uh, Tales of the Jedi Season 2, and there's uh, Andor. Did I ever say Andor? Yeah, uh, uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka season two. <laughs> yeah. We know all these things are coming, but like we don't it's know. It's this nebulous spot where like what are the actual times and yeah, dates? And yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even necessarily have to know the exact date, but give me like a season. Yeah, is it the fall? Like, like yeah, summer, like, or summer, fall, fall or... like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm getting kind of antsy to know like when this stuff. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm kind of afraid because of the strikes <laughs> that like none of it's coming this year. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're saying that stuff's going to come, but like the, the longer we go without any kind of information. Now I will say May the 4th is coming, you know, Ooh, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, before you know it, May the 4th will be here and we usually get some sort of announcement, usually get yeah. some sort of announcement plus like a shadow drop of some kind, like some, some bigger some thing kind of it's been, like, in the past. Uh, it's been the final season of clone wars. Last yeah. year it was Bad Batch, <laughs> and then yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so we don't know don't anything this year, but maybe yeah. something's coming out then. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I can't. We'll see. I don't know. Also, there is the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. That's true, and that it would that be a great time be... to drop a Star Wars trailer. Yeah, which I, if all of them, I could probably see the Acolyte being it. Or I would maybe Andor season I two. I don't. Know. I, I we'll think see. it would be the Acolyte. Yeah, but as far as I know, the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew are the two most completed yeah shows right now yeah. Andor season two last time i checked was still in production yeah that's why i don't think Andor. i don't think we're getting Andor this year sure and i'll say another thing that, that could very well be too at super bowl is uh is is outlaws so i mean we could maybe see something about sure. outlaws for that too sure. so you never know. You know yeah you never know with the super bowl it's always a potential to throw out something big because since <laughs> right. it's you know one of the most viewed things of yeah, the year the biggest press um, opportunity so, yeah. uh so there is potential there usually we hear a rumor about it if there is going to be something yeah and i haven't heard any rumors yeah but kind of jarring still out. could be could be a surprise well yeah. so anyway guys uh you know 2044 has so far been a really weird uh year when it comes to releases you know yeah. there's a lot of stuff being talked about but no solid dates yeah and again you know a lot saying? of that's still because of, like dealing with the strikes that happened yeah yeah um, so for sure. you know things are going to be kind of spaced out and, and and really it's that way with not just Star Wars, but even like Marvel, uh, the MCU mm-hmm. only has one movie this year, yeah, which, which is, is wild, which is wild, right? Yeah, which is probably a good thing, probably a but... good thing. They clearly needed to like take a, a step back and, yeah, and yeah. you know, but there's, you know, it's just Deadpool this year, which is yeah. really insane. Yeah. Um, which I mean, that's pretty good though. I mean, that's I mean, going to be a, I, I would assume is going to be a huge movie. It's the first Disney movie to get its um, own red band trailer. So, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, that's a right? positive. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go into many, that any further. I, but... How many children are going to go see that movie? I wonder. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of jokes. I'm just not saying yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, guys, we'll see what happens in 2024. Before we have Andrew end off with us today, uh, I do want to give you our trivia answer for the uh, for the week. And the question was, to refresh your memory, which planet did the Death Star manage to destroy with its super laser? And the answer is Princess Leia's home planet, Alderaan. What a sad, sad scene. But yeah, now I w- I want to know who got that right without know. cheating. I was gonna say I hope I hope you guys didn't cheat, and we'll 
Like we said last week, hunt you down if you did. <laughs> now, I will say, I think for a lot of you big Star Wars fans, that one's a pretty easy one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, you think, better have some answers in I that think, chat. That's I all I'm think saying. you should probably be able to get that one. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Andrew, uh, yeah, lead so us off. We want to thank everyone so much for the con- continued support. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you all soon. We also want to thank our good friends, Galactic Empire, Woo-hoo. for allowing us to use their music uh, for our intro and outro. We thank them so much for that. It's... Uh, Really kind of them, and it's awesome sounding. So it makes us sound really cool. So (laughs) So we thank them for that. But uh, (laughs) please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, We try to try to post uh, news there when it happens, if we remember. And of course, our discussions are on there. And uh, please also follow us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you haven't. That we would really appreciate that. Share it with your friends. And uh, also, um, you know, make sure that you join us in two weeks for our next episode where we are going to review the first three episodes of the final season of The Bad Batch. So that'll be a a good one for you guys to join in on. Make sure also, if you haven't yet, to join that Patreon for only $5. Do it. That's it. Only five bucks. Uh, We think it's worth it. Um, I think some of you listeners think it's worth it. So if you do think it's worth it, go out there, share it to the world. Tell your friends and family. We greatly appreciate it. But last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Mm